Kia ora and welcome to Business Your Way, a podcast where I take you behind the scenes and look at the strategies, systems and support needed to grow and scale an online service business. One that not only supports you and your family financially, but one that gives you the freedom to live the life of your dreams. I'm taking the many lessons learnt over the last two decades of running my own business and working with hundreds of clients to bring you what's working now conversations. I'm pulling back the curtain to bring you real stories from real people, including myself. We're going to talk about everything from how to get clarity on your vision, creating systems so you can automate and delegate, how to hire a kick-ass team that creates raving, returning and referring clients. We're even going to talk about how to kick those limiting beliefs to the curb so that you can flourish in your business. I'm your host, Sandra Julian, an Indigenous mama of three, fashion-loving sewist and business strategist. Each week, I want to help you dream big, plan well and do the work to grow and scale your business your way. Today, the conversation is about the power of three, the magic number that surrounds us every day without us actually realizing it. So I've been looking into leveraging the power of three and why this number three seems to be so magical. And it appears around us more often than we think. Have you ever noticed how many things appear in threes in our everyday life, in our history, in our fairy tales? I've been paying attention recently and blew my mind, really. So I thought I would share a few of them with you today. So the genie in the bottle, you know, have you ever watched the the movie about the genie? My favorite is the Will Smith version. But the genie offers you three wishes. And that's all you get is your three wishes. So then when we say to someone, when we're playing a game or just in conversation, how often have you said you get three guesses? Get three guesses at what's in the box or whatever that you're doing at the time. But again, we just use three by default. Is that connected to the three wishes? Maybe it is. But it appears in our games as well. So paper, scissors, rock, three things. And how often do we use that small game to make decisions or decide who's going first or whatever we use the paper, scissors, rock game for? I've seen it used as a icebreaker at an event to get down to the winner of the paper, scissors, rock. But three things, nice and simple. And then in our fairy tales, it's the three billy goats gruff. It's the three bears in the Goldilocks story or the three little pigs. In history, especially in New Zealand, three is quite prevalent as well. Three feathers are worn by the people of Parihaka to promote the use of passive resistance. It appears in slogans, in our marketing slogans. You know, when I was young, serial advert on television had this really catchy tune it was snap crackle pop and it was for rice bubbles the cereal rice bubbles had the snap crackle pop and that 
that just sits in your brain. Like go buy the rice bubbles because they snap, crackle and pop. But then at school, we are taught how to write a letter using three parts, the opening, the middle and the closing. So there are so many things around us using this magical number of three, which got me thinking, why three? Why is this this magical number that brings us focus? And it's because things presented in groups of three tap into something deeply human in all of us. Its roots in storytelling, critical thinking and neuroscience make it a powerful tool that anyone can use. And leveraging the power of three can give you an incredible boost in your focus and your productivity, which is why it's been spiking my interest and I've been diving into why the power of three? Why do I want to just focus on three things in my day to move my business forward. And this power of three, the history of it has got deep roots into our society and surrounds us on a daily basis. Because when you narrow your focus to just three things, and they could be three tasks, three objectives, or three goals, in a given time period, you'll see progress much quicker. Because Let's face it, right? Everyone has a to-do list which has got, oh, I'm going to take a stab in the dark, but 20 or more things on a to-do list that we want to get done. And when we sit down with our to-do list of, you know, 10 or 20 items, usually our thought goes to, how can I reduce this list as quick as possible? So we start by working on the easiest task on the list. And more often than not, the easy tasks on your list are your admin tasks like your email or your checking of your chat messages or reconciling your bank statements in Zero because it is super easy. It's just a click of the button. So we default to getting all of those things off our list first. And then that leaves very little time in our day to work on our highest priority work. It's usually the hard stuff that we put off to later. And then our day gets consumed with all the busy work with all of these less important admin tasks. And so later never arrives and we never get our most highest priority work done. Because it requires our brain. Our highest priority work always requires lots of brain power and focus and concentration. And so that's why we keep putting it off. We procrastinate with the easy tasks. And while you might be getting five or six easy task items off your to-do list, it barely makes a dent in your list. And then you're left feeling exhausted, overwhelmed by the growth of the to-do list. So for every, you know, five or six items that you're taking off your to-do list, you're putting back on there eight or ten items. And so this never-ending to-do list creates exhaustion, overwhelm, and then before you know it, you're on your way to burnout. 
So we need a way to focus. We need a way to focus on our highest priorities, which really means that we have to delete 80% of your to-do list. And you're probably thinking, well, that's impossible. But I tell you, it comes back to this 80-20 rule. 20% of the tasks on your to-do list will produce 80% of your business growth. So that means 80% of your to-do list can be taken away immediately. Because for you as the founder and the owner of your business, you need to be focusing your time on the top 20% of tasks that are going to move the dial in your business. And this might seem super counterintuitive, but you need to reduce your daily list down to that magic number of three. And these are the three most important items that will move the needle in your business. So if you're sitting in front of your to-do list and you're thinking, how on earth am I going to get through all of this today or even this week? I want you to take your highlighter and go through that endless to-do list and highlight three items, only three. These three items are the most important items that will move the needle in your business. Once you've got those three most important items, those are the ones that you tackle first. And in my experience, half of your to-do list will naturally fall away because you've given it time. It's been on your to-do list for a little while and I would like almost guarantee that if again you went through that to-do list, there are some items on there that just actually don't need your attention and you can just take them off because They've been on there for a week or two and they've probably resolved themselves. I know for me, I've got a team like I always have had a team, even if it has been a team of one plus me, I've always had a team and I've always had this open door policy. Well, for many years, I had this open door policy where I allowed my team to come and talk to me and ask me anything at any time. And so what I found is when they needed to make a decision, instead of making the decision about the project that we were working on or about, you know, the next logical step for a task or whatever it was that was outside of our standard procedures, they would come knock on my door, tell me the scenario and then go, now what? Should we do this or should we do that? And I wouldn't allow my staff to come and knock on my door if they didn't already have the solution. So they couldn't problem dump on my desk. They could come, bring the problem, but they also had to bring their solution. And I'm like, that's great. All they need to do is bounce the idea around with me. I'll give my two cents worth. We'll make a decision. They'll be on their way. It's good for the team. It's good for me. And it's great for everybody. Good for the business. But actually, that was so wrong. That was one thing that I have changed in my business because I found 
that my whole day was being interrupted. It was being interrupted for different things. And if you go back and listen to the episode that I did on context switching, we'll put a link to that in the show notes. I was context switching all day because I was working on my highest priorities, but I was continuously being interrupted. So whether that was by my staff or by the phone going or whatever it was, I was being interrupted. So then one high priority task, it would take me all day to get that done. And my brain would be so tired because of the context switching all day. So once you've got your three most important tasks that you want to tackle in a day, you actually have to shut out everything else and focus your full attention on getting that task done. And then you'll find that you will actually get more done. So you could probably tackle your three most important items on your task list in a half a day, especially if they're chunky things and anything that's going to move our business forward is usually chunky and requires brain power. So I challenge you, take your to-do list, go through it with a highlighter, highlight the three top priorities that you need to get done, then take a pen and take out all of the ones that actually don't need to be on your list whatsoever because nothing will happen if you do nothing. Nothing will change if you do nothing. So take those off the list altogether. And I know that you have some. And then allocate some time in your day when you do your best work. My best work is not necessarily in the morning. My best work is actually late at night when the world is quiet and I've got no competing pressures. I can actually sit down and think really clearly. So I do my best thinking of a night. But Whenever you do your best thinking and best work, then put that time aside in your calendar and get the work done. But leveraging this magical number of three doesn't only apply to your daily to-do list. You should use it to set your top priorities for your week, Identify the three important goals or projects that you want to focus on in a quarter and put those sets of three on your radar every day. So your three weekly priorities should be directly linked to one or more of your three quarterly goals and your daily three should be directly linked to your three weekly priorities. So as you can see, there's a bit of a hierarchy. So your three things that you need to get done on any given day, they can't be random. These three things have to be directly related to your weekly three, and your weekly three priorities have to be directly related to your quarterly goals or your quarterly projects. And when you're setting your top three priorities at any given level, whether it's a daily, weekly or quarterly level, you want to ask yourself, what could I do today or this week or this quarter to advance one of my highest priorities? 
aka that's your annual goal. So what could you be doing today, this week or this quarter to be advancing one of your annual goals? And personally, I like to only have one annual goal. But you could have up to three. So you could have three annual goals, three quarterly priorities, three weekly priorities, three daily tasks. I've also got a a previous episode. So if you want to go and listen to episode 17, I explain how to achieve your big goals with tiny steps. I'll put the link to episode 17 in the show notes as well. But in that episode, I explain more about the hierarchy of your tasks going from your big annual goal that you want to achieve down to the tiny tasks that you do on a daily basis and how to select those tasks to achieve your goal. So how you set your daily, your weekly and your quarterly three things really does matter. So when should you be doing this selection process? When do you select your weekly big three? When do you select your daily big three? I've got a couple of suggestions for you as always. So weekly, you've got a couple of options. Well, you've got any options you choose really, but I like to think of it in a couple of ways. So weekly, at the end of every week, you should be wrapping up your week, looking at what you've achieved in the week and celebrating your accomplishments, ticking off your list. What have I achieved this week? Have I hit my top three that I set out to at the beginning of the week? So when you wrap up your week on a Friday afternoon, or if Thursday is your last day of work because you work four-day week, whatever you do you, but when you're wrapping up for the week, you can then sit down at that point and say, okay, I've achieved this this week. What do I need to put in my top three priorities for next week to continue the momentum that I've got. So you can set your next weekly big three at the end of the current week or if you're a Monday person like me you can allocate time first thing on a Monday morning to sit down and review everything that you've got coming up this week And what are the three priorities that you are going to identify to keep your momentum with your business growth? And then once you've set your weekly big three, then you do the same process every day. So at the end of the day, you could review your list and go, great, I've taken those things off my list. I've delegated those things. I've achieved my top three Maybe you only achieved two out of three today and you need to carry one over. That's okay too. And you can then set your daily three for the following day at the end of today. Or I like to set my daily big three in the morning. So first thing I do when I sit down at my desk is I'm like, okay, what are the three things that are going to move the dial in my business today? What are the top three things that needs my attention today? And then I set those at the beginning of the day and then away I go. So you have to find out what works for you. The most important piece here is consistency. And you might have to try a couple of different ways to see what works for you. 
but make it consistent. When you've found what works for you, make it a habit. So my habit is every morning I sit at my desk, I decide my top three, and I get to work. At the beginning of the week, I arrive at my desk, I do my weekly big three, my daily big three, and then I get to work. So whatever works for you, the key is consistency, and to be consistent, you have to create a habit. And so I also wanted to give you some tools, some tools that you could use to work this. And you don't necessarily need anything fancy for this leveraging of three to work for you. You could use a simple notepad and a pen. You could write your weekly big three, your daily three on a pad using a pen, of course a pen. And it can be as simple as that. But if you're a person who likes to use a planner, then I would highly recommend the Full Focus Planner. I'll put a link to this in the show notes. I'm a Full Focus Planner Certified Pro and I can offer you one-on-one coaching if you'd like that extra piece of support to nail down how you're working, how you're thinking, how you're behaving and to give you that bit of accountability. So in the show notes, you'll have a link to the planner and I'll also put a link. So if you want to reach out and talk about the support and accountability for moving the way that you work, then reach out to me. Let's have a conversation. Now, if you're a digital native and you like to have everything in the palm of your hand with your smart device, then my favorite tool is monday.com. You can set up a board in Mondays to track your weekly big three and your daily big three amongst a whole lot of other things that you can do in Monday. I personally use a hybrid system. So my annual goals and my quarterly plan are tracked in monday.com. But my weekly and my three daily tasks is in my planner. So you need to work out what works for you. Everyone's different, how you behave, how you like to think about how you work. If you're a pen and paper person, planner is perfect. If you're a digital native, monday.com is amazing. And you can use a hybrid arrangement as well. But the power that three brings to us as humans, we can really leverage this to give us focus and to improve our productivity to move the needle in our business on a daily basis. So I hope that has given you something to think about. Like I said, if you want to reach out and have a conversation around improving your productivity and really starting to see some growth in your business without sacrificing your personal life or being taken over by the overwhelm, then you can always reach out to me. Let's have a conversation. Before you go today, I wanted to say thank you for being here and listening all the way to the end. 
All of the links to this week's episode can be found in the show notes. Or if you like to read a really good blog, then you can head over to my website at sandrajulian.co forward slash podcast. Now you've probably realized that running a business is not for the faint hearted. There are challenges coming at you left, right and centre every day. But I'm here to tell you that challenges are only challenges because you haven't yet found an answer to them. The solution could actually be easier than you may think. But if you're anything like me, you tend to overthink or overanalyze the solution that is right in front of you. So what do you have to do to become the best boss you could possibly be? Well, you could go and take my two-minute free agency owner persona quiz at sandrajulian.co forward slash quiz. Here you'll find out how you can scale and streamline your business without compromising you and your lifestyle. I can't wait to know what your results are. So once you've done the quiz, why don't you take a screenshot, jump over to Instagram, share it on your stories, and don't forget to tag me. I'm at sandrajulian.co. If you've enjoyed today's episode, make sure that you hit the subscribe button to get notified of the new episodes as soon as they're released. And if you listen on Spotify or the Apple Podcast app, then I'd really appreciate if you could rate the show and perhaps leave a quick review if you are on the Apple app. Those five stars would mean the world to me and it would help get this show in the ears of more online service business owners. Alrighty, my friend, have the most productive week and I will talk to you again real soon.